Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Solvol, don't let dirt hold you back. Find Solvol liquid soap in Bunnings or your supermarket. The Kogan Money Credit Card, a great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Breakfast with Gary and Tim. This might be my favourite so far. Aaron Sipos is going to join us in the studio. Played in the Super Bowl uh, not too long ago, only a week or so ago, and he's going to be here live. So it'd be great to pick his brain to find out what the lead up, two week lead up, a bit like the NBL finals here. The NBL <clears throat> had a great semi final playoff series over the last uh, week, and it's all come to a head now. It's the Sydney Kings are playing the New Zealand Breakers. They're on hold for two weeks yep. because of uh, FIBA. They've hit the pause button, That's Gary. not a great scheduling thing, well, is it? Well, maybe not, but then it allows everybody to freshen up again, so you get the best of them. you got great momentum, we everyone's I, I fired know, up. I know, but we do it with the AFL, we've yeah. done it with the NFL, all that sort of stuff. Hey, I'm just looking at yeah. you. You've still got your nice bushy beard, which is great. You mm. haven't been told to rip that off yet, but you've had it. a haircut at the weekend, and I think, have you gone a little bit mullet <laughs> I did, with I, your style? I didn't take... It's not your best cut. Who cut it, wasn't it? Is it not your normal hairdresser? <laughs> yeah, it's not. This is not my TV cut. What is it then? It's just my general take a bit of weight out cut. Right. I didn't. I didn't want a TV cut yet. Did you ask for a mullet style cut? Did you? No. Well, but I haven't. I've only you. had one haircut since I last saw you, and this it was getting too heavy. So I said, just take some of the weight out. Right. Didn't worry about the back. It was all the weight in the sides? Was it? Must have been. It was right. tilting over. That's why, that's why my neck was sore. Fox haven't given you all a mullet directive, have they? They no. don't want you to sort of modern yourselves up a little bit with a mullet this year. No, I'll be sharp. I'll be sharpen up by the time. Oh, I know you will. Good Lord. Have you got Actually, a replacement yet for old mate who's left you on the couch? No. not that it, Well, we may have, but I'm not liberty to say. Right. Um, I was having a look at yours last night. Yes. Speaking of hairstyles. Yes. You've got a real... KB style comb over wisps. It's a modern. It's called the. It's called the. It's called the MCO. That was a real high. It's a modern comb over. A real high comb over. Ah, it's a nice. It's a nice shape and a nice style. <coughs> right. And on. I'll tell you what, the wisp may be turning up tonight on Channel Seven with something very new and very very sharp. I'm heading to Designer Eyes later today. Another pair of goggles. To see Gino. I didn't like your last goggles. They were, they were a bit confronting. These ones are the Kingsman specials. Right, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be looking forward to it. Hey, what did you think? What did you think when you first heard the Jack Ginnivan? What was your first reaction? Because I went out just in the ad break mm. to our huge production team out there, two men and a dog, and I just said, I oh, know, one barracks for Essendon, one barracks for Collingwood, one barracks for the Western Bulldogs. I said, do you care if your players take drugs or a court taking not illegal yep, drugs. Yep. Two of them sort of said, yeah, I do. And the other one said, well, I used to really get upset about it, but now I just realise it's part of life. Yep. I think we're conditioned to it now. I really do. Can I just, t- I'll, take, I'll take you back because I saw, I saw a still photo of this at work probably last Thursday, I think it might have been. Still photo of what? Of Ginevan. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And I couldn't tell 
you couldn't tell whether or not he was taking drugs or or, or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was just a still photo and he was sort of slumped and mm-hmm. whatever. And a guy was hawking it around trying to, to sell it and, you know, get some money as people do. I don't know where the vision came from. Um, but in answer to your question, I, I, I think – I think the world has sort of moved on. Like I, I think people out there are thinking that too much of an issue is made about drugs because they're conditioned to seeing so much drug use in general society. And they're thinking, well, of course the players do what every other young person does or most young people do around that age bracket and older too, and that is they participate in taking illegal substances. So don't worry well, I tell you what worries me most about all this, and that is a what it leads to, and the fact that you got somebody on a, a footy camp who gets what is it, twelve hours off, or they have a day off, or yeah. whatever is in the middle of the footy camp, yeah. and then they think that the right thing to do, or the thing that they want to do, is participating in illegal drug taking yeah. and heavy drug taking, and you know for. They may have they may have just had a lecture on diet and all things that you need to put in your and everyone sort of yeah we need to make sure that we're careful about what we eat and we're going to have our skin folds down all that type of thing, and then they go and put something in their bodies that they've got no idea of the how it was controlled how it was made what it was cut with where it was cut, and the yeah. the, the the lack of safety and the issues around that that beggars belief for me. For somebody involved in an elite professional training program and sport, mm. we—that was my when I first heard it. I just, I, I think I was thinking, oh yeah, well that happens. It's society, and it won't be the last time. And then, then I stopped to think, he—he he was on a training camp, right? So you're on it's a three-day training camp, as I understand it. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, to. I'm not condoning any drug taking at all, right? And. But I'm thinking, you're in the middle of a training camp, and the first thing you th- do or can think mm. of doing is is mm. jumping into a to- into a public toilet with mm. a key full of ketamine. And and next thing I thought about it was it was ketamine or ketamine. Or ke- it's a, mm. as I understand mm. it, it's a drug tranquilizer. Now this is just not. Yeah. Um, it's widely used. Let me just it. have a couple of chuffs of an old, uh, you know, joint or something. Mm. This is. Diving in at the pretty deep end, isn't it? Mm. That's what I thought anyway. So, what do you think the handling of it by Collingwood, though? Yeah, no, they manage, manage as well as you possibly can. What are, what are you going to do as a Collingwood club, right? You're going to well, do- you get a call. You get a call from a media outlet, right, like Channel Seven, and they say, okay, um, you know, we've seen vision of this. Has this particular player got an issue? I thought they handled it, you know, magnificently, Collingwood. Yeah, in essence, and not because in the end Seven spoke to them, and you know, we got an interview with uh, with Jack Ginnivan. That, mm. That's not – the way – they handled in a really responsible way. They said, okay, we'll go back to the kid. They spoke to the kid. He owned up and said, yep. And then they said, okay, we're going to put him out there and you can have a conversation with him. And they didn't sit in on the interview. They didn't tell us what we could or couldn't ask him. Yeah. He was open to all questioning and they made it part of what he had to do in terms of his punishment. He's got to stand up and he's got to own up to it. So – Messages coming through, and I'm trying to get the temperature of the room. And I've been listening as you know over the last few days, like everyone else. No, we're wrong. I'm a dad of three girls under nine. They're just starting to love footy, and they don't want the heroes doing this stuff. That's Grant and Wagga. We need to condemn and make an example of these people. So I don't want my kids thinking this is okay because AFL players think it's normal. That's from Andy. Disagree, Tim. They're illegal. They shouldn't be doing it. Don't understand why it isn't an immediately sackable offence. All those things are right. All those things are right. 
uh, all those sorry, all those things are totally understandable. That response and reaction, because it depends what circle you move in, um, the naivety perhaps that you may have around what goes on with young men and women at this age. So the immediate response, and this is the thing, I'm, I don't think we're getting. I don't say the honest response. I don't think we've been lied at. Darcy Moore, who's the captain, says, I believe there's no issue. So what, what what's Darcy going to say? When we say issue, though, what what are we talking about Well, that there's an, a, a, this widespread an use of problem. illegal drugs yeah. across yeah, the in AFL. Collingwood. Yeah. Well, specifically, I think. Specifically Collingwood, Collingwood. Okay. He says, no, I don't believe that. And Graham Wright says, it's an isolated incident, and that's the way we're treating it. With the greatest of respect, right? The greatest of respect. Mm. They're the last, the club's the last people that, that I'm thinking of. Uh, I think of listening to. Graham White's not going to come out and go, oh, you know, we think, yeah, we think this is mm. a real issue. Yeah. Even if there is, I'm not saying they would ignore it. They'd go and deal with it in their own way, but publicly they're not going to put their hand up and say, the people you listen to, I would think, uh-huh. are the players, right? What, players the current who, day players no, or those that have just moved out of the game? Those that have just not long left the game, right? Mm. And I'll take you back to Nick Rebold. And he was with us in this very studio back in 2019, the 25th of February. Today's the 21st of February. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> and this is what he had to say. But now I would say, yeah, absolutely, it's, it's, it's pretty out of control. Did you just say that now it's pretty much out of control? Is oh, that what you said? I, I think it is, yeah, I, I think it is. And, and it's out of control now because the, the players can. You know, that, that's the way the policy is, is set up. And the, the AFL, you know, by their own admission on, on their website, that what the, the policy aims to do is to, uh, to, to identify AFL players who have substance abuse issues and place some necessary support around them to protect their health and well-being. Now, the vast majority of players don't have abuse issues. They're just taking the piss out of the system because the system allows them to. And you know, hair testing in the off-season, hair testing in the middle of the year, well, that, that's only to identify the numbers. There's no recourse, there's no ramifications. So, it, so it's, a, it's a free-for-all in the off-season. A free-for-all in the off-season? In the off-season, The yeah. players are taking the P155 because there's no ramification. This player just walked out of the game. Yeah. So what you're saying is we should be listening to him in terms of whether we determine we've got a widespread drug-using well, problem across the AFL. Because well, he's just stepped out of it. He's seen the behaviours of the players. Yeah. He's been connected to the players. Well, it goes back to Dale Lewis days. I remember Dale Lewis came out and said, I reckon 75% of people have tried drugs, mm. right? At the time, he nearly got hung, drawn and quartered. Andrew Demetrio said, it's inaccurate, you're exaggerated, it's an insult. I remember the radio reaction to that at the time from you know older generational broadcasters like Patrick Smith and KB, who'd yeah. ne- probably never been exposed to drugs in their life. Just went on and on for months and months and months about this. Don't listen to this. There's some people in life that have absolutely no understanding about this. And I reckon for a long time, yeah, the people who ran the AFL were in that category. Never probably been exposed to it, didn't understand the culture, didn't understand how why. I'm, I remember, like, we in our days, we were a beer culture. We speak about this all mm. the time. We, it was just transitioning, probably, you know. Yeah. It was a big alcohol yeah. problem right across the AFL. The shock, the shock when you see how blasé. It's, it's not a, they don't bat an eyelid now. We spin this day and age. Now this is not making it right, but Nick Revolt is just telling, yeah. just walked out of the game and telling us, no, nah, the players are taking the P one double five. It's out of control. He said. Okay, can I ask you this then? 
What's the answer? I don't know. I don't know because so they, is the drug policy they submit voluntary ineffective and right or the way that it's being handled? Well, they say it's re- to try and catch or try and to know, stop somebody from becoming, becoming added. Yeah. Effectively, yeah. that's what they're saying. I don't think they're trying to catch people. No, no, they're saying that so they why know. Should, why should we, you know, Jack Intervin goes, okay, well, that's that's life. That's what they're involved. That's what young kids are doing. That's what young blokes and women are doing at this stage. We got it. He's put his hand up. My point would be, you know, Darcy Moore said, oh, he's really disappointed us. Are the players really disappointed in him? Like, are they really? Are they really? This is my question. Are they really? Well, the Western Bulldogs players absolutely disappointed with Bailey Smith. Like, were they really, they drag him in and say, you've embarrassed us and this is not, are, are they? Or are they going, oh, well, you got caught. I would think that they're more along the lines of, we understand that that's what people do because we see it around our own peers. That's what happens from time to time. But they would be concerned if they felt like somebody at their football club had a problem whereby they were not just a social drug taker, but it become far more serious for them. Mm. And they were going down the path of addiction. You would think they'd be far more concerned about them as a teammate and their health issues related yes. around. And then that. we're not, this is not talking about Collingwood now. We're just, I'm just talking broadly and hypothetically, but it, how many, how much, how many drugs are you allowed to take then before you become concerned if you're a teammate or you're a participant? You know, you, oh yeah, every now and then we go and take drugs as a you know players and teammates and all that. When they start to see that it affects their behaviours day in day out, and there's been a change in their right. personality, correct? But then they've been part of the problem because they've been you know an active participant along the way, but they can control it, and you know they only... only to a point you can. There are things that your teammate can be doing also that you're not even understanding of because you're not part of what they do. Yeah, so you, they I'm can saying. have a life outside of their own little footy bubble life too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But then, then I'm saying that but you go back to the playing group yeah. and say, you talk, you're talking about putting your culture in place and this. How can you put the culture in place if, well, we all sort of do it. You know, not, well, not everyone, but, you know, it's pretty widespread and everyone sort of knows, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. They're going to, and it, not only footballers, I'm talking every walk of life. Mm. You, you, from the doctors and lawyers and judges, football journalists, football media, uh, probably people who work at the uh, – all of them. Is it too much in this day and age to expect that these privileged young men who find themselves in AFL football, in an elite competition, who get paid well for what they do, and a lot of that money comes from fans, is it too much to expect that they don't behave like young men of the same age behave in general society? No, no they will. I, 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 no, but I, is it too much to expect that no, they the, should, that you should, that, that you sign up to play AFL football and you don't take drugs? Is that what you're saying? It's too much to expect that, then, that well, they I'd, shouldn't do that? I would hope they wouldn't. But And, and I hope they wouldn't three or four years I'm ago, not advocating that people take drugs. Three or four years ago, we'd be sitting here in, the, on, in this microphone and I'd be a lot more passionate about it and saying this is a disgrace and this. And so and, why have you softened your attitude? Because it's life and that's. Where it's at, and these players, put, they sign up for this voluntarily. We don't get drug tested here. No one gets drug in normal work life. You know, say, oh, these young blokes have been paid a lot of money. We're getting paid good money here. Why don't we do a test before we come on here? Why don't you do a test before you walk into the Age Building or the Herald Sun Building or wherever it is? Mm. I'd do a hair test, but 
It may take a while to. I don't know. We'll take a break and then we'll take some calls. I'm just interested to know where it sits. And the image. Yeah, I am too. Is there an image problem or is the image just part of life these days? Uh, the AFL, you know, are they right to say, look, we're not here to you know, name and shame, we're here to help? And mm, That's a health issue. And, and when you've got the players who are just out of the game now telling us, well, yeah, players know that. It's just they're taking the piss and it's out of control. I mean, is this just where it's at and this is what we've got to deal with? Mm. I'm interested. We'll take your calls on the other side. 